the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Okay, you're sitting at home and you're wondering if you could call in. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. You can get in. You'll get one of the lines, and I'll get to you just as quickly as I can. Usually, you're going to be on hold for two or three minutes. That's about it. 602-508-0960. We had a caller from Prescott call and said, how do I find a good shop in Prescott, or do you have one you can recommend? I wish I did, but I don't. But I'll tell you how to find one. If you're in a small community like that, you need to walk around or drive around and stop at the auto parts store, three or four of them. Kind of wander around and hope that one of the counter people say, can I help you? And then you can say to them, "Yeah." usually I say to wave them over to an aisle. You know, you're looking at the electrical bulbs and somebody says, can we help you? Yeah. And then you just kind of say, come here for a minute. Then you say to them, I want to know the shop. I'm new to the area, and I want to know the shop that buys parts from you and doesn't return them because they tried them on the car and it didn't fix the car, so they're using new parts to diagnose the car. I want somebody who pays their bills, and I want somebody who the boss and everybody likes because they're a good guy and because they're they're not ripping anybody off, and they're not... And, and see, auto parts stores hate shops that order an alternator, and then they put it the sh- they get it back in the box. The box has been opened. The box is greasy, got dirty handprints all over it, and the alternator's obviously been installed. Those are the kinds of shop you don't want to deal with. He doesn't have the ability to find out if the alternator's bad. Holy mackerel. So in Prescott, stop at three or four different auto parts stores. Just tell them I'm new to the area, and then say, who do you do business with? Who does your mother and father do business with? You're going to find the gray-haired, greasy guys that have been in Prescott a very long time, and then you're going to go to Google, and you're going to go to Google.com, and then you're just going to write down the, the state, the shop name and look at their reviews. And you're looking for a shop that has a four- or five-star average. You're not looking for a star with a two-and-a-half average. I think everybody pretty much knows a two-and-a-half is nothing to be proud of. So those are the kinds of things that you have. All of us are going to have blazing bad reviews. Even my shop does. Somebody gets mad at me, and then they just embellish the heck out of it. And all it was was we scratched their windshield because the wipers that we installed um, uh, fell apart. And it's it's one of those things. And so we put a windshield in it, but we're going to pay for the rest of our life because we scratched the windshield, which they don't have anymore, and we already put one in it. So those are the kinds of things that happen. But just that's easy, easiest enough. The gray-haired guys in the auto parts um, facilities, they're the ones that know who the good guys are that can fix cars without, you know, swapping parts. All righty. We're going to talk about Tom Blackwell. Tom Blackwell and I have been friends for a long time. I'll tell you what I did just the other day. I was up in North Phoenix. He's on 40th and Greenway, just north of Greenway on 40th Street on the west side of the road behind the Circle K there. And uh, he wasn't there. So with the permission of someone in the front office, and I can't possibly, you know, tell you who it is, 
because you'll know in a minute, as I went up and messed up his desk. <laughs> I dumped all of this stuff in his trash can on his desk, and I just did a bunch of other stuff. And then um, I took some toilet paper, and and he predominantly, in his little pen and pencil holder, he had a brown magic marker. So I just doctored up the toilet paper with a little brown magic marker and left it on there, and then I put my business card next to it. I wasn't even a block away when he called me and used some of the worst words I've ever heard in all my life. <laughs> but he's a good guy, and he knows how to fix cars. So if you're at 40th and Greenway, Tom is a good guy, and uh, he does lots of vintage work, but right now he's he's backed up I'm mean, six months. So if you have an old car and you want to talk about vintage stuff, you can go talk to Tom. But I'm going to tell you right now, right now he's booked months and months out on vintage car stuff. But if you have a car and you live in the geographical area and you want the oil changed, he can handle that as well. So that's Blackwell Automotive at 40th Street and and Greenway. When you When you talk about a relationship, I'll tell you what kind of customers I like. I like customers who just give me the symptoms. What is it that your car's doing? I like customers even better when they bring it to me as if they sent me an email. This is what my 19, you know, 2018 Chevy pickup does on in the mornings when I don't like it. And here's my cell phone number and here's my email address and they hand that piece of paper to the service writer to be attached to the work order. Something like that just really plays big benefits when somebody who knows the issue is the one that wrote it down. That's really beneficial. And then you always say to the shop, I want my old parts back. You always say that to the shop. They're not going to take a big old greasy starter and put it on the passenger side floorboard of your car. They're going to put the starter back in the box. They're going to wrap it up with paper. They're going to put the box and they're going to say to you, when you're done with that, I charged you $20 on the core charge because that's how much I have to pay because you want your starter. But if you bring it back, I'll give you your $20 back. I know your husband probably wants to look at it or your son or something like that. That's okay. All of us know that. But there is a core charge on a lot of hard parts. Now, there's no core charges on fan belts and hoses and stuff, but you should also ask for those. Why? Pretty simple. If you travel outside the metropolitan area, it's nice to have the upper and lower and a couple of heater hoses and a couple of fan belts that are hidden in the corner of your trunk. Because when you break down on Sunday morning in Wilcox, Arizona, you're going to be able to find somebody that can change the hose, but you're not going to find an auto parts store that's going to be open. But you've got hoses and belts in your trunk. We do that all the time, and we copied it from another shop that we thought was the greatest thing since sliced cheese. Give them their old parts back. Put them in the trunk. But we have to tell you we put them in the trunk because when we first started doing this, the lady came back and said, I'm not your trash can, and threw her hoses and belts at us. <laughs> and we couldn't catch her to tell her. We did that with a good heart. It wasn't we're using your car as a trash can. Those are, those are emergency stuff. So anyway, we learned, and now we tell everybody that we put your old parts in a bag, a plastic bag, and we put them by the spare tire. And so if you need them and you don't have the auto parts stores aren't open, then you have hoses and belts and those are the kinds of things that get you going. Okay, we have a caller, 602-508-0960. There's four lines open, 602-508-0960. And who's the caller, Gil? Uh, the caller's Vince. Vince, good morning. How are you, Mark? I'm good. Thank you very much. Say, I have a 1984 Datsun or Nissan 300, okay. uh, and uh, when I started, it runs for about 30 seconds and then stalls. Uh, I can just turn around and start it again, and it will run for another 30 seconds and then stalls. 
I changed the uh, fuel line filter, but uh, that's as far as I wanted to go, and that didn't do any good. Okay. Any suggestions on a shop that I could go to in the area? See, the, the guy that I had that normally worked on the car for years and years, he first advertised as a, a Datsun a repair, independent Datsun shop, and he passed away a little while ago, and his daughter sold the shop. So I'm, I'm looking for an old guy like you and I. Okay. Uh, what part of town are you in? Uh, I'm in the northeast Phoenix. Okay. Um, northeast uh, uh Gosh, God. go to MarkSalem.com, Mark Salem, Salem uh-huh. like the cigarette, and, and then click on Best Car Repair Shops. Let me explain something. This is really easy, and I'll tell you why. It sounds like a fuel delivery problem, and if that's mm-hmm. the case, then the question is, is we, we would take the filter out. Now, when you took the filter out, did you replace it? Yes. Okay. Did you blow through it? While you had the old filter in your left hand and you had the new filter in your right hand, did you ask your wife to blow through this filter and then blow through that filter and tell me if there's a difference? Did you do that? No. No, I didn't. Okay. Not. We always do that. It's it's no big deal. You can put your mouth around it. You know, you, you don't end up with gasoline in your mouth or anything. Yeah. But if you take the old filter off and you blow through it and it's like somebody you're blowing through a trumpet where somebody stuck a, a, an orange in the trumpet where you can't blow, mm-hmm. then you go, boom, that's the problem. But if you blow through it and it goes through like a straw, then you know the filter's not plugged up. In your particular case, we have spark or fuel, a problem with spark or fuel. So we can have fuel that we're just running the bowl on the carburetor out, because I think you have a carbureted uh, engine on that 84 Datsun. And so one of the things that I would do if I was the technician working on that is is I'd get a, a bottle of propane, and we have a hose in the nozzle, and I would say to John, start it up. And I would listen, and I would hear it humming along, and then all of a sudden I hear da 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 da, and then I just put the hose with propane over the top of the carburetor, and it, and it would go, and I go, okay, if the carburetor's out of gas. What's the matter with it? So then I would take a hammer and I would gently tap around the carburetor, and while it's running, and I'm feeding it propane, and I know it runs, and I know it's it's got propane and as fuel, but I'm you know I need fuel in in the in the carb. And so if I tap it, then all of a sudden I take the propane away and it starts running. Well, I just knocked the needle and seat. I just resituated the needle and seat on the float. And so that's kind of what we're looking at. And during that period of time, as we artificially inseminate the motor with fuel, carb spray, propane, anything, we can, we're also looking at the ignition system. And if the ignition system is part of the problem, then we'll lose spark. And if that's the case, we have to go in that direction first. We need spark before we need fuel. But in your particular case, I'm thinking I agree with you. The initial guess is is that we have a fuel starvation problem. And more than likely, it's going to be related to the carburetor. Now, the carburetor is parked with the bowl full. But let's say that we've got right. these little lead, lead plugs on the bottom of the bowl of the carburetor. Well, those leak. And so overnight it leaks, and then the next morning it starts and runs for 30 seconds and shuts off. Then you crank the hell out of it forever and ever, and then all finally it'll start and run and be okay. Well, that's a fuel starvation problem, and typically on the, it's on the carburetor, and us old guys know how to fix that. So um, I, I would send you to Blackwell, but I know he's just booked beyond belief, but it wouldn't hurt to call him. He's up at 40th and Greenway. And you could say, can you get this Nissan in? Salem says you probably can't fix it anyway, but I'd like to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> and and Salem said to call him, and he'll help you fix it. But, but to, I mean, the, on a 1 to 10 scale, for us us guys, us master technicians, this is a 2, really a 2. 
Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him a call. Yeah, I'll okay. do what you said, and then I'll. Then I'm. I'm sure that. Uh, you know, <laughs> my, I've tried a couple of times with this car, with this, and it just doesn't doesn't work. And I'm afraid to bring it into a shop with all these new guys, you know, kids, 20 years old, and they don't. When they see when they see Datsun on on the car, they don't even know what it is. You know? No, you're it's right. It's a Nissan. <laughs> you know. You, so you, I want to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're right. There's some scare. We have young technicians that work for us, and what we do is we hire around our technician strengths. For instance, I've got Eddie. Eddie works for me for 33 years. Well, I'll just go. I'll just tell you real quick. Eddie, 33. Andy, 28. Alan, 25. Jeff, 23. Adam, 21. Ron, 8. Sean, 8. Daniel, 5. These are the how long these people have worked for me. And 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 the the top five guys on this on a one to ten scale, this is a two and maybe a three, and 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 they and they all also know that if we have a little trash in the needle and seat, then they take the top of the carburetor off. Oh, there's the trash. They clean it all out. They replace the fuel filter, put it all back together. They don't rebuild the carburetor, and they say you're done. Or they say no, I have to rebuild the carburetor because there's all kinds of trash in it. So those are the kinds uh-huh. of guys you're looking for. Blackwell's got those guys. That's right. Okay. Very good. Thank okay. you so much. Appreciate uh, you're it. You're welcome. You're welcome. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. I think the lines are wide open. Gil, do we have five open lines right now? Actually, we have a, a couple of uh, holders on hold. Oh, okay. We have we have a couple of callers, but that means we have probably three lines available. 602-508-0960, and I'm going to take a break and be right back. Hugh Hewitt lays out the president's record. He doubled the size of the IRS as of yesterday. But they spent 1.9 on the American Recovery Act that was unnecessary. 550 billion in infrastructure, 280 billion on the Chips Act, and 700 billion this weekend. So are you better off with a IRS that's double the size and 9.1 percent inflation? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at three on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Here at the Almond Joy factory where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure. So I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves 
It's, it's their whole family. It brings it all together. We have scars that we carry. And just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Well, when it comes to diesels, there's a couple of shops in town, but strictly diesel service and repair up at I-17 and and Pinnacle Peak Road. Um, he really doesn't have another shop that uh, is capable as Nate is with Chevy, Ford, and Dodge diesels. Nate knows from the basics, fundamentals, all the way up to the Rapid Roy, the race car boy kind of motors. He can do all of that kind of stuff for you. But when it just comes to normal maintenance and figure out why it doesn't start or why it blows black smoke or blue smoke or white smoke, Nate's good for that. So no matter where you're at, service repair parts, foreign and domestic like diesels, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, that's strictly diesel service and repair. He's open Monday through Friday, and they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website and and like many of us they have parts that are tried and true and they do what they say they're going to do we're not going to put up a part that we just bought for the first time yesterday after about six months of using and selling the heck out of that part then we put it on the website so anyway and i'm not part of his website but strictly diesel service and repair matt thank you for holding how can i help you yeah hi i've got a 07 chevy 2500 truck that's got like 240,000 miles on it, and uh, my transmission I've had rebuilt, rebuilt four years ago. Um, long story, basically it's not going in reverse. I was driving with the trailer and backing up a steep hill, and something happened, and it just doesn't go in reverse anymore. Okay. Um, I'd probably call Automatic Transmission Exchange. They're going to be able to tell you what transmission you have in your truck because you're going to tell them it's an 07 three-quarter ton. Um, the 240,000-mile kind of concerns me because if you started the conversation with how long do you think this transmission is going to last, I would say if you take good care of it, 100 to 125,000 miles, and, and you're well past that. Um, it, this could be the second one, and if that's the case, then let's just average it out. It was 120 on the first one and 120 on the second one. If you're going to do an exchange and this ends up to be something that needs a complete unit, then there's lots of shops out there that buy units and install them. We flush the coolers, we flush the lines, the old one comes out, the new one goes in, we reprogram it, we go drive it, we do all that kind of stuff. And everything we do is done by VIN number. So we make sure that the transmission we buy fits your VIN number. 
And if that's the case, then just about any shop, mechanical shop on my list at MarkSalem.com does transmissions. What part of town specifically are you in? I'm uh, on Scottsdale, well, 101 in Cactus, northeast Scottsdale, kind of. Okay, okay. Um, I, I know that Combs Automotive is not on my shop. He's up at Pinnacle Peak in Scottsdale Road. Um, Combs Automotive, C-O-M-B-S, but Mark and I have been friends since the 1970s. So we've been we've been good friends, and I know he's capable of doing that. Another guy that's on my list is Bridwell Automotive. He's at Scottsdale and Lincoln. So both okay, of those guys Combs. would be, yeah, Combs or uh, Scottsdale, uh, Bridwell Automotive. Both of those guys could probably replace the transmission. I would caution you, if this is the original transmission, going in and fixing this is probably not going to be in your best interest. It's a, it's well, if you no, got to yeah, I had to. I had the transmission rebuilt about like maybe twenty or thirty thousand miles ago, but about four years ago. It's it's my work truck. It's a second truck. It's, I don't drive it much, but usually when I do, it's to tow a trailer or a boat or or just drive around the yard for a mobile toolbox. It's kind of okay. what it is. It's a big. All right. If you're going to fix truck. the twenty to thirty thousand mile transmission, then you go to Automatic ex- Exchange, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Call and make an appointment and drop it off. He he can fix that. He's he's the guy that has all the technical ability inside. The rest of us guys are just what we call R and R, remove and reinstall. I was assuming it was two hundred forty years old. I'm thinking it's better just to replace the transmission than tr- just try to go fix yeah. the reverse. But but uh, now I've changed my mind. I'm going to send you back to Automatic Transmission Exchange. Okay. Okay. And he's in Mesa. No, no. I'm sorry. He's on Washington and Fortieth Street. Okay. Downtown. I'll call him. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. You betcha. Steve, good morning. Can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, 2014 uh, Toyota Tundra. Um, OEM shocks. Uh, these are uh, struts, I guess, uh, rather than traditional shock absorbers. What uh-huh. I've got is uh, a little bit of oil seeping from the, the top of one of those units. And I'm not showing any abnormal tire wear or abnormal handling or braking at this point, but I'm thinking, you know, as an OEM unit, uh, they're probably needing to be replaced, and I'm thinking it's probably better to replace both of them than rather than, than just one. Most of us are going to twist your arm on that one. We, we want you to do both at the same time because with right. if it's a front strut, we're going to have to align it after we're done, and and we don't want to have the the, the problem where... God forbid we give you this back after we replace the passenger stride strut, and then all of a sudden we've got all this abnormal wear on the driver's side front tire. That's just a got that's it. you know ugly. So yes, I agree. Well, you do that, both. That was that was my inclination. Uh, my local shop up in Payson uh, noticed this when I had my oil change back in the spring. They said it's not terrible. It's something you want to keep an eye on. But you know, I figured they're going to get to do it maybe this fall or maybe during during the winter sometime, and I just wanted to make sure that I had enough money saved up to do both of them. You know? Yeah. And 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 um, I want you to listen carefully on how I word this. Okay. Listen yeah. carefully. It's a it's a great idea when you're done to get a specific estimate. The two shocks are this. R and R remove and reinstall is this. Shop supplies, environmental charges, sales tax. So it's going to be between this and this. We all do that bracketing. Then you're going to call a couple of other shops and just say to them, my name is Steve, and I have a 14 Tundra, 
and I'd like you to call me back with a number or here's my email address and just tell me two shocks approximately labor approximately do you have to line it yes you know uh, shop supplies environmental charges and sales tax just give me some kind of a ballpark figure and I'll appreciate that thank you very much that's what I think you should do all right that sounds like good advice uh, I'm not I'm not living in Tempe anymore just down the street from your shop so I gotta I gotta find a good one up in Payson you know <laughs> well did you read between the lines of what I said to you <laughs> there's I've been there's listening a... to this show a long time you know <laughs> I um uh, I I have been up here since 2011, and um, I am, I mean to tell you, I am amazed at some of this shit I hear up here. I, I, I just, I just am amazed. And it's, it, there you are guys so, ever, ever consider, no, 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 we're going to go to the next caller. Thank you very much for that. No, I'm not moving to Payson. For, I came up here to <laughs> play with my horses and cows. I didn't come up here to work. Um, I, I just... I really that's good advice is just let's 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 spread that out a little bit and let's just see what the difference is and you're going to give them the parts the labor the shop supplies environmental charges and sales tax that's what you're going to give them so all right we're going to move on with Scott um, I'm going to start your question but I'm going to take a break but give me your question and go ahead sir uh, I'm a guy that you have the dealer do all my work but I now they have say my transfer case has a an output shaft leak Leak okay. it, transfer case, output shaft. Who can I get to do that beside a $2,800 dealer? Um, oh, oh. <laughs> well, the real question is, is you got to take the rear drive shaft out of it, and you got to wiggle it, and the, the snout coming out. And if the snout wiggles up and down four miles north and four miles south, then we're going to have to take the tail shaft off and replace the bushing, and we're going to have to do a bunch of work inside. On the other hand, if there is no snout movement, and all we've got is a seal that's gone bad, and when we take the seal out, then we find that the garter spring has come out of the seal, then you just put a spring back in, and you explain to your customer, that's what I'm going to do. So you stay there, because I want to talk to you some more, and I'm only 12 seconds away from when he's... Gil's going to start using bad words in my ear, and he's going to call me all kinds of names because I don't get out at exactly 30 minutes after the hour, which is three seconds from now. So, goodbye. The original Uncle Tom documentary film shot to number one on IMDb. Now, director Justin Malone and executive producer Larry Elder invite you to the private screening of Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. Wednesday, August 24th at the AMC Theater in the Arizona Center. But wait, there's a special surprise. Hey, Patriot fans, Larry Elder here, inviting you to join Brandon Tatum and me for an exclusive Q&A session immediately following the screening of Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. A truly compelling film and an exclusive Q&A with stars Larry Elder and Brandon Tatum. Brandon and I can't wait to meet you on the 24th, so get your tickets right now at 960thepatriot.com. Join us for Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey, Wednesday the 24th, and hang around for an exclusive Q&A with stars Larry Elder and Brandon Tatum. Get your tickets while they last right now at 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you by Y-Refi. Invest Y-Refi.com. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. 
Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thank you, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And we're going to do something that uh, we, we should have done um, and, and then talk about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Folks, Thompson's is the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend. I've known the family since the 60s and the 70s, so I know that both Brian and Thelma know the difference between right and wrong. Just recently, they had a bad storm in downtown Mesa. They, they're on Main Street east of Stapley, and they blew the roof off their shop. If you're a customer of his, please remain a customer of Brian and Thelma's while they put their shop back together. For those of you in Mesa that are looking for a good shop, I know of no better shop than Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street in Mesa, uh, just east of Stapley. And it would be nice if you did patronize them, you would then know that uh, why Mark Salem loves the Thompson family and loves Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Scott, on your uh, T case with your output, I'm not real familiar with the specific, but sometimes we have an O-ring on the splined external shaft of the transfer case and that o-ring keeps oil from running down through the splines and leaking at the back of the uh, back of the front joint that's why we need somebody that knows the difference that's why we need somebody to be able to do it but i'll bet you this i'll bet you an oil change on your truck that whoever does fix it then you have to wait for 
you know, a month after it's done to make sure that there is no leak and whoever fixes it is going to fix it for half as much as the bid you've already got. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How many miles are on the truck? 75. <sighs> Boy. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Just you're going to go in there and say, "I got, I got a drip right here. I want you to do what you got to do. Do you have to take it apart to look at it? And if you do, how much does that cost? What's this diagnosis going to cost me? And I need an estimate. And I need you got to hang your hat on the estimate to where I'm not going to come back in a week later or, or, or any. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Desert Ridge. Okay, I'd go to Harker's. Your your chances of success just went to a hundred percent. Thirty eighth Avenue and <laughs> where's that? 38th Avenue and Indian School, Harkers. And Indian how about downtown school. area? Are, are you are there? Is there any other geographical area that you patronize a lot? No, just over by I-17 and uh, Pinnacle Peak Road. I go okay. over there a bit. Okay, well, Kurtz or is that I. Yeah, I I-17 and Bell is Kurtz. He's on the northeast corner of I-17 and Bell. Either one of those two guys could uh, this on a 1 to 10 scale this is a 5 or a 6 on the diagnostic side. The repair's easy, but you damn well give it to get the right oil leak. <laughs> you better get the right oil leak or you're going to be doing it again. So that's the real <laughs> issue is is make sure you don't do it again. But at 75,000 miles, 1500, I'll tell you what the 1500 is. We're going to take the drive shaft out, we're going to pull the tail shaft off, we're going to replace the rear tail shaft and probably the bushing in the in the cover. We're going to put the cover back on, we're going to put a new seal, we're probably going to put a front joint on it, then we're going to put it all back together, which is something that you would normally do in the 250 to 300,000 mile range with an oil leak at the back of the transfer case. So you said 75, okay. and unless I missed the 175 or 275, then I'm going to send you to somebody. And I would really appreciate it, Mark, at MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K at MarkSalem, yep. like the cigarette.com. Tell me at the end how we did, because that makes great radio fodder. You know, at the, at the end of the day, here we have an estimate from here, and we're gonna, just going to say an estimate from another shop, and then we here we have the fix, and the guy's got 30 days on it, not a drop come out of it. We know it's fixed, and here's the information. This is who fixed it, and this is what my bill was. So I'd like to All see right, that. Now, I, I would think the way they wrote it up that they already took it apart and looked and came up with this as the diagnosis, but I've got to ask them. Well, it, yeah, that's a good that's a good point because if if it's written up then and if they took it apart there's going to have to be some gaskets and some oil put back in it. So so look at your bill for the four line items of gasket and oil and and see what happens. I, it's possible. Normally we don't do that without permission and I'm not going to take the tail shaft off the transfer case if you're not going to let me fix it. To go in there and tell you it needs all this work and to put it back together is I'm not going to that's I I don't want to do that. I want to fix it. That makes, so if, that's that what makes I do. Sense. All righty. I'll well, let you know, Mark. Thank you. Th- thank you very much. And I'm going to put TOT Kurtz or and then da 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 Harkers and all the places we talked about. Jeff, Jeff, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, I have a 2003 four Winsport with the uh, DMC workhorse engine okay. and Allison transmission. And what I'm having, uh, when we take it out to go up towards Payson, uh, up in that area when we go camp on the weekends uh-huh. and doing the hill, 
it it always runs a little warmer, and that's another thing. But I'm having points coming back over the hills where it's like it's starving for gas, and okay. it, it almost quits running. And I did change the fuel filter, and I thought that took care of it, but it did it again the last time we had it out. Okay, so this is a GMC, and it's got a diesel motor with the Allison transmission, right? No, it's it's the uh, workhorse engine. that's the four GMC. It's the four ninety. Okay, it's the six liter. It's a it's a six liter gas. I think is what yeah. it is. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. So as far as it running hot, I want you to define hot in a minute. I got to take a break, and when I come back, well, I'm going to okay. ask you two questions. Number one, I want to know where it's at on the gauge. I want you to describe the gauge to me. And number two, then okay. we're going to ask that when you get to the top of the hill and you start down the other side, does it cool off immediately? Those are the two questions, and we'll be right back. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal. The sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. It's time in America for CRT. No, not what you're hearing in the media. Critical retirement thinking. Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning with best-selling author Alan Kiefer. If you want to succeed at the business of retirement, do it with a plan and a retirement coach. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to... uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, Go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Okie dokie. Let's queue up Jeff. And Jeff, we, uh, i sorry I had to take a break, but on your Allison transmission, um, you were going to tell me what you had been told by another shop. Well, what I, <clears throat> what I had, we were talking about, it, it, I'm having a problem with it uh, acting like it's starving for fuel. Okay. But I've also had the problem in climbing the hills going up towards Payson that it'll, I get a temperature range from, maybe 190 to 230 degrees on the engine or on the transmission uh, on the engine oh i'm not worried about that at all i, I, okay. I don't want you to worry about it. and let, let me just explain um water boils at 212 but when we when right. we add coolant to it it moves the boiling point up to 260 270 280 okay, okay. you're in really big trouble at the red zone of your gauge which is typically 250 260 so you don't okay. want to get into the red zone. But you expect that when you've got all the beer in the back of the truck and you've got all your drunk buddies in the back of the truck and you're going up to, to Payson, you're gonna, when you pull the three hills on the way to Payson, you're going to move that gauge. That gauge, I want you to pretend like from the red to the left is okay as long as what you're seeing out your windshield matches the gauge. So when you go down the okay. hill, woof, that needle should drop down. And when you go it up does. the hill, it goes it up. Does. Don't don't worry. Don't spend okay. no money on that. Don't. Okay. The the other thing is is with it. Uh, after a while, it won't. If after the trip gets going, it'll start going up a hill, and it's like it's starving for gas. Okay. And I changed the fuel filter, but I'm wondering if it could be the fuel pump. Um. Yes, it could. It could be the fuel pump. Um, and it's gas. It's only going to have one filter. So we could also have right. a fuel pressure regulator bad. The fuel pressure regulator is to close the gates to build pressure, and if the fuel reg- regulator goes bad or it gets out of spec, then instead of maintaining 60 pounds of pressure, it maintains 40 pounds of pressure or 30 pounds of pressure. Okay. Th- this isn't okay. that big of a deal. The other thing, too, is is you wouldn't be the first truck, and, and I, I don't know every car you know perfectly, but I'm just wondering how many filters this has got on it. And it's... I can, okay. I, can tell you my shop has been embarrassed numerous times because we didn't look for a second filter and it was a second filter that had the problem sometimes there's two in a line so that that, that's something okay go ahead i do have a schrader valve on there would it uh, would it do any good to uh screw a pressure gauge on there that i could watch while it was doing it when i'm going on the hill because it won't it won't act up until i'm okay i'll do that and 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 here's exactly what the pressure is Okay, you, you're going to be in the 40 to 60 pounds range. I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to find on the Internet when you look for fuel pressure, regulated fuel pressure. But you, you can rent those at Auto Parts Store, and you're going to hook it to the Schrader okay. valve. Then you're going to bring it around underneath to the windshield wipers, and then you're going to tape the gauge to yep. the windshield. I want yep, everything in the gauge outside. Time. Wait a minute. I want everything with the gauge outside the cab. I don't want any portion of the hose or the gauge in the cab. 
See, in case we spring a gas leak, I don't want the, 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 you guys to be covered in gas. So on the outside of the windshield is where your gauge is going to be, okay? Correct. Thank you so okay. much, Mark. Uh, you're welcome. Dan, you're up next. How can I help you? Um, yeah, I had a uh, catalytic converter uh, replacement because it was stolen. And um, and I, I asked you a question about this, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago. Uh, but the check engine light has been on ever since. And I've since doing, done some reading, and it seems that there's a California spec converter and a non-California spec converter. And I have a California spec car. How different are the converters? And if if I have a California spec car, will the cheaper non-California converter uh, not extinguish the light? Well, it depends on who you ask, but if you ask about 20 of my cowboy buddies that work on cars, we're going to tell you there is no difference. But I'm going to tell you it's more likely than not that you just simply have a problem the computer's picking up that has nothing to do whether this is a California cat or whether it's a 48 cat, 48 state cat. So really what needs to happen is somebody needs to pull the code, then somebody needs to go through the serial stream data and interface the computer and say, what the hell are you seeing? And the computer's saying, I'm not seeing any heat coming out of that back sensor. Oh, well, why not? Well, I don't know. Okay, so then you go back there and you look and you gun the sensor and the sensor's getting good and hot. And then you go, oh, there's no wire connected to it. Or look at here, the wire's frayed and it's hitting the housing. Or this or that. So this isn't that big of a deal. Who put the cat in? Well, uh, unfortunately, um, my daughter had it, the car in Denver, and it was a place in Denver that did it. And okay. so okay. I, it's it's now in Phoenix, um, and here I am with a light. <laughs> okay, and, and, and really and truly, that's the reason why the, the check engine light is yellow. It means caution. It doesn't mean stop. And so you're okay. It's just that we have to. Here's the deal. In the front of the catalytic, we, we talk voltage language all the time. I want you to remember this, okay? One is mm-hmm. low and five is high, okay? One is low and five is high. Well, we have an oxygen sensor at the front of the cat and the back of the cat. The one in the front hypothetically we wanted to scream five all the time i see a lot of fuel i see a lot of fuel that's a five the one in the back after the fu- after this fuel lading exhaust goes through the catalytic converter we're supposed to consume the fuel so what is the number this the computer should see on the back side of the cat one that's it we see five going okay. in and one coming out and so we need to make sure that those two o2 sensors are talking to one another and not only talking to one another but talking forward and that they're giving us a good reading. Is the catalytic converter lighting? Well, if the cat doesn't light and it doesn't get hot, and we use temperature guns for that, then the cat's not lighting, and it's because it, it's incapable of lighting itself. So we need another cat. So it could be a t- O2 sensor on the front, it could be an O2 sensor on the back, or it could be the cat itself. But to be perfectly honest with you, it's more likely that somebody bungled the uh, the uh, O2 sensors, they didn't plug them in, or the wires are cut, or the, the, the O2 sensor is defective. It's somebody. This isn't a tough, tough, tough thing to do. Do you have a shop that you like? Well, actually, um, I I went through the uh, that VVRP thing. I, I had uh-huh. it. Um, uh, um, oh, what is it? It's coming up for for license uh, renewal, and so I I failed the test, and I'm okay. taking it to Blackwell on uh, on Tuesday. Oh God Almighty! I'm sorry that. Do you do you pick Blackwell or did somebody else pick Blackwell for you? Well, you said Blackwell is a good shot. I'm teasing. I'm teasing you. I want you to say Mark said you picked Blackwell. 
how much did you drink that day? I just, you know, no, he's the guy for it. I mean, he, this really and truly, this isn't a big deal. I'm going to go drive the car. I'm going to put it on a rack. I'm going to take my temperature gun. I'm going to take a temperature of the front of the cat and the back of the cat. And then I'm going to plug in my scanner and I'm going to look at those two O2 sensors. And then I'm going to rev the motor, rev the motor, rev the motor, da-da, 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 da-da. And I'm going to run that front catalytic converter and I want to see five. And on the back side, I want to see one. But if I see five on the front and five on the back, the cat's no good. That, that's it's it's gonna. Oh, okay. I make it sound easy. What I just described is a thirty-minute operation. <laughs> so he'll, oh, it, he'll it do it fine. Sounds not like it's not quick. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, you're at a good place. Um, I to, I said at the beginning of the show that Blackwell's booked for months and months and months, but. What he has is his 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 uh, his vintage car stuff is booked months and months and months. And he, I just I just stopped by. I was attending a funeral across the street from his shop the other day, and I stopped by and and I went and messed up his desk. But um, he's he, on the on the what we call the public side of our shops, where we're not doing specialty diesel like for us. We do diesel performance and diesel modifications and lifts and lowers and all that stuff. Um, but Blackwell's the same way. He has a vintage car side, and then he has the public car side. And you're on the public car side. He's a good guy, and, and he'll fix it right. But just you can say to 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 uh, what the heck is his name? Aaron. Aaron is the guy that you're going to talk to, and and you can say to him with a straight face. <laughs> I love Aaron. He's a great guy. I wish he worked for me. Um, you can say to Aaron, by the way, Mark Salem said that if you have a tough time diagnosing this, to give him a call and he'll stop by. And, uh, Aaron, oh, okay. and Aaron will laugh his butt off. He'll he'll know that you and I have talked, that's for sure. Okay? Okay. All right, thanks. All right. You betcha. You betcha. Um, most, of, As you can tell, the, the shops that I talk about uh, and, and refer you to are friends of mine. I have their phone numbers. They have my phone numbers. We know secrets about one another. We probably have drank too much together one, at one time or another over the last 20 years. But it, it, it's really important for you to understand that there's lots of shops out there. We have chain stores. We have independents. And we have dealers. But now we also have... Um, we've got conglomerates where people are coming in and buying four or five shops altogether. You'll remember not too long ago, somebody bought all 28 stores of Sun Devil Auto. So if you had a favorite manager at a Sun Devil, hopefully he's still there. He may not be. But one new company had just bought all of the Sun Devils. And there's been some significant changes for the good and for the bad, like there always is. Prices go up. You can't you can't afford to pay, and I'm being facetious here, $10,000 a square foot and not have the prices go up as a result of that. And I'm just being facetious. It's just a stupid example. But the idea is, is that that's really what's going on right now. There's a whole lot of it. A shop down the street from us, two miles south of us, Greg owned it. He just sold it for millions and millions of dollars. And the first thing they did is raise their prices. But right now in the mechanical field, your 150 to 200 is now the new norm. There's there's very few shops that are going to be less than 150, other than the quick lube facilities and the tire stores and those specialty shops that don't have the heavy diagnosis, that they're going to do heavy diagnosis, and the and the diagnosis it's getting easier every year, slightly easier because the equipment that we purchase makes it easier to diagnose it. The equipment is smart and tells us more do this next, do this next, and it also guides us. But many of us old guys, we just don't want to look at the numbers and we can figure it out. So if I've got an O2, C, O2 sensor that's bad, I can try to make it say left and I can try to make it say right. If I can say if, if I can make it say left, it's good. If I can make it say right, it's good. Then the problem is is that the message is wrong, but the signal's not. 
So then I have to go in front of the catalytic converter and find out what's going on underneath the hood that's making the catalytic converter squawk. And that's how it works. So my email address is mark at marksalem.com. And if you want me to call you, I'm going to call you from a blocked number. So if you can ask me a question, but if you'll give me a phone number, I'm going to call you from a number that's not going to give my cell phone out because I can't afford to have hundreds of calls a day from people with car problems. But you can do that, mark at marksalem.com. There's lots of other ways that you can that you can get information. Certainly you can get on Google, certainly you can but just stick with your specific car, the year, make and model and the engine and the transmission combination. Stick with that. Try not to just blow in there a 2012 Chevy C10 and then just go for everything because that's that window's too wide and you're going to get confused. By the same token when you take your car in we like it and we think you are better served by writing down what you want to tell us and then just read the note and hand it to us. That way you're prepared. If there's a dispute and the shop tells the dispute resolution facility, she never said that, you say, no, I handed you this piece of paper and it clearly says that on there. So that written communication between you and the shop, but what's nice too is, is you tell the service writer, the service writer tell, hands the work order to the shop foreman. The shop foreman hands it to the technician. And you, you'd be, you're wrong when you think that what you said to the shop or to the service writer at the front counter or in the driveway is going to get to the technician in the right order. You know that that's not going to happen. So if you write it down, and even better yet, many of my customers, they'll have one piece of paper hanging from the rearview mirror, and the identical the identical sister to that piece of paper they've handled to the service writer. So the service writer has one, and hopefully he'll put it in the car, but he, if he doesn't and he keeps it, then there is one in the car. And, of course, that makes our job so much easier. And then if you give us a name and a phone number, any questions, call this name and phone number. We want to talk to the wife if it's her car. We want to talk to her unless she's real shy. And if the husband wants to step in front of the wife, that's okay with us. But it's the same way. We want to talk to the person with the car. So if the college student brings the car in and, and, and mom wants to, us to deal with her, can we just talk to the college student and ask them questions first? Is that okay? They, we're not going to ask them to okay an estimate. We'll ask you to do that. But we just have some questions with respect to does this always happen when the fuel tank's full? That's a good answer, especially if we have an evaporative code. So if we have a code that involves the evaporative system, and the evaporative system is this. We're going to suck the fumes off the gas tank and burn them again. That's what it's all about. We have infrastructure the where we're going to suck the fumes, not liquid, but the fumes, the gas fumes out of the gas tank, send them forward, and send them through the motor. That's the evaporative system. So that, along with everything else, is part and parcel of, of our diagnosis. And so that's kind of what, what we want you to help us do. We're not real interested what the guy at the auto parts store said, that the little three-whiskered kid that looked at the code and pronounced it that it needed a catalytic converter because 95 times out of 100, they're wrong. Because the catalytic converter, it's got trash coming in and it's supposed to have clean air going out. And the problem is, is that if there's trash coming in, the catalytic converter is not the problem. <laughs> it's the motor that's the problem. You've got an injector leaking gasoline. You've got a plugged up air filter. You've got a bad fuel pressure regulator. The diaphragm's blown out. You're sucking liquid fuel into the vacuum system. So up front of the catalytic converter, we got a big problem that's causing the catalytic converter codes. But the codes don't say the cat's bad. The codes just tell us what we need to see here. It's that easy. We'll be back next week. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.